happy Tuesday and welcome to my podcast. I am your host Vanessa Kajibu Nisana. I hope you have had a beautiful weekend as I did. Well, it was rough, but the ending was really, really nice. So my week ended in a good note and started on a high note too. So I hope you also having a good week full of peace, happiness, abundance, and all the good stuff that you want it to happen. And if you're currently having a bad day or you seem to be having a bad week, I am sending peace and light on your way. And I know that you'll get through this. Um, so I've been lost for a while, but now I'm back. And I hope, I really, really hope that I will be more consistent because um, consistency and I don't seem to be on the same page, like at all, at all. And I was just thinking about productivity. And um, like I want to know what keeps you going so that you're productive. Because for me, I, and I know it's wrong, but I keep depending on motivation. Motivation really doesn't get you anywhere. Because you're only psyched up for a thing for only a while. And then after that, that's it. Like, I know we should rely more on discipline, but wait, let's just say Sijafika Hapo. So what keeps you going? And... Um, Does anyone just struggle with this or it's just me? I tend to want to do everything at once. And I know I can't do it at once. Like I'd want to record three audios in a day. And I'd want to make my hair, do assignments, go to work. Like it. I put so much on my plate and I gas myself up that I'll do it, but I know very well I won't do it. Like, does that make sense? And then when I tell myself that I need to do things in, let's say, bite-sized chunks that I know I can accomplish, I'll only do that for a while and then I'll just go back to wanting to do everything at once and then I get overwhelmed and very disappointed and sad and then my day is ruined like that's just so funny and disappointing at the same time but let me know what keeps you productive or what you rely on so that you're productive I would really want to know um I had been having a conversation with my best friend for a while <laughs> and she told me something that well I knew but I think when I had it when I had it I didn't like it I tend well I'm an anxious person I'm actually very anxious and I tend to always anticipate for the worst like i know why i anticipate for the worst it's it's just a way to keep my um what is it i'm trying to find a word 
I am trying. <laughs> um, I'm trying to keep my expectations in check so that like I don't get really hurt. So sometimes I hurt my own feelings or if something is planned, I will always think of the worst case or the worst case scenario all the time. So that if it happens or something bad happens, like I'd be hurt, but not hurt, like that hurt. And for this week, I think that's just something that I am planning on changing or I'm really trying to change. So for now, I'm trying to anticipate for the best or I want to believe that the best can always happen on my end. And they say the universe is always on your side. So if you believe it's against you, I think it will always work against you if that's what you believe by the moment you believe that the universe is on your side then good things start happening and i think that's just where i'm at right now i want to believe that the best can always happen on my side rather than always anticipating for the worst and um i'm also trying to lean on uncomfortable feelings because, um, well, uncomfortable feelings really feel bad. Your body really doesn't like it. It can be fear, it can be anger, disappointment, and we really tend to run away from that. But the truth is, um, we need those uncomfortable feelings to figure out what's really happening in our inner world. We need those uncomfortable feelings to realize that we need to change something or change our environment or it also helps us to realize that we need to do better so that we can go to the next step in our journey of life so yeah that's what has been on my mind so far like i have many many more but those are my top threes anyway for today i have a story time for you from my beautiful beautiful cousin i hope you like actually i know you will like it so yeah here's a story from sharon um she is very she's a beautiful woman she's very hard working she has a clean heart you know let me not spoil it for you so so hi, my name is Sharon. I am 23 years old. At 21, I was blessed with a son. His name is Theodore. And uh, things went south and the, the daddy rejected me, the baby daddy. So I have had to deal with rejection as much as I am having a son. I have had to deal with people judging me. I have I've had a lot of changes on my body. I used to be very tiny and now I... I, I add weight and I am very huge and people keep judging you. And my journey has been quite interesting because I had my family on my side. But apart from that, there are battles you fight that your family doesn't know about. So I've had a lot of uh, physical issues. I've had a lot of image issues, 
feeling like I'm not good enough, being rejected by other men because now after you get a child, some men think they would just take advantage of you and at the end of the day tell you that you're not good enough. And at some point I used to believe that. I used to believe that I wasn't good enough and sometimes you feel like maybe I should just date someone who's even jobless because I don't feel like I am quite worthy to be of a man of class. And along the way I <laughs> I developed a very interesting passion in cooking and I call myself a self-made chef. I channeled all my energy in cooking and believe me my family will tell you I make the best food and that has just been my strength. And for me my motivation has been my son. You know I've always had to do what people tell me and what I shouldn't do and they keep telling me oh you should do this career and you keep listening to what they do but now when you have a child the only person you're scared of disappointing is them just like your parents they go through struggles but you would never see them showing you their struggles they would always let you see their strengths and the same applies to me when i look at my son i would never let him see my struggles i would never let him see that i struggle i fight battles so in the process i i become more more passionate about the things i do i am a programmer software engineer I become more passionate about the things that I do because I have a son that is looking up to me. He doesn't have a daddy. Okay, he he has a daddy, but he's not in the picture. So he has me to look up to. So I have to maintain this image for him. And then another motivation for me has been rejection, being rejected. I have my friends wanambiwa na wazazi wao, do not work with her, she's a bad example. I have men treating me like trash. You put all your effort in a relationship and then they just feel like they don't like you anymore. and at first it used to really bother me and it it would get to me real bad i used to feel like i could even commit suicide at some point because it was really stressful everyone that comes uses you and just moves along but then i realized that i could use that as my strength you know every time a person rejects me i work on myself to become better and right now i'm on i'm on i'm on a weight loss pro, uh, program and It has really helped me. I have lost 8 kgs. I have been working out really hard and doing my best just to look my best and feel good under my own skin. And rejection has really been a huge part of that because every time I am rejected, I gain a new strength. After all the pain and everything, I gain a new strength and start working on myself. I start working on my career as well. I have been doing really quite well this year. I have also applied for several jobs something that I was scared of doing last year so I'm I'm beginning to see a very strong power in rejection another thing that has been my motivation is people not believing in me I have had people not believing in me after I've had my kid my friends cutting me out of parties and events because they feel like ah we are faiko na sisi so for me that has been my strength any time a person Uh, doesn't believe in me i see that as my strength i look forward to disappointing them when someone says i can't lose weight i look forward to disappointing them if someone says i cannot do a particular code or create a particular program i do it so hard so that i disappoint them and that has also been my motivation so my journey has been very interesting and i just i i navigate through everything by letting things out i cry i don't carry anything see baby uchungwa what anytime i feel pain i cry and let it out and i find something fun i can do like i'm also very good at beadwork <coughs> sorry uh making uh, 
these uh, serviette holders, key holders using beads. I do that so well. So after I have gone through my pain and I feel depressed, I cry, I find something that could lift me up, something that I would feel good about doing or even just bake a very nice cake. And in the process, as much as I have felt the pain, I end up feeling much better at the end. Yeah, so what, what, what I would tell any young moms or anyone expecting, expecting a child is that the journey is not easy and you do not let people define who you are. You let yourself define who you are. You fight your own battles. You find a way to fight your own battles because there is no shortcut. And believe me, at the end it gets easier. It gets more interesting because everyone will be looking at you and saying, I can't believe she's a mom, you know that you've done so well on yourself because you've been rejected and people are not believing in you and you have someone to look up to you. So you just work triple times. You use more effort than any other person to work on yourself. So the only way to find yourself is to let yourself get lost because you cannot find yourself if you don't know what you're actually working on. You let yourself lose. You let yourself cry. You let yourself accept what has happened. It, it, it comes in stages. You will grieve you will move forward after griefing. You will want something to distract you. You would want something to make you just forget all these things, you know. And at the end, you will realize when you follow all these stages, you will realize that things just fall into place. You will realize that it's been five years and my kid is already grown and things just move so fast. And you realize that you've also worked on yourself so well that you're even shocked by your own progress. Something that I would also advise any young moms is that you count... You count your achievement every day at a time. You do not think about what happens five years from now or such kind of things. You think of what have I achieved today? You know, like, have I been a happy person today? Have I done something good for myself? And when it comes to you being a mom, you have to learn to put yourself first. If you do not put yourself first, no one will. No other person would ever put you first. You need to learn to love yourself learn to put yourself first, then every other person can come after you. Every, be it a man or whatever you want to do, they can come after you. But you need to come first. Put yourself first. Work on yourself and accept whatever that has to come your way. Because the world is always full of judgment. People will always judge you. Nothing changes, but you have to have a crocodile skin. Along the way, you will develop a crocodile skin. And then find a passion. You can also... Shut up. You can also find something you're actually really good at. Be it cooking, be it singing, whatever you just want to do. And you can use your strength. Sawa. You can use whatever you're going through as your strength. You can do anything as long as you put passion to it. So whatever you're passionate about, you find what you're passionate about. Start doing it from scratch. And every day you feel the strength to do it, you do it. Every, any day you do not feel like doing it, don't do it. It's a process. You do not force yourself to do anything. So you find a passion and just things flow. And the last thing I would say is that you should never give up. Have a growth mindset. That in whatever you go through, there's someone going through worse. And it is not permanent. It always changes. Yeah, that's it from me. Thank you. Bye. So I have a story for you and this dates back to two years ago. One December, one of our family members was giving life to someone precious in our family and 
Sharon and I were the ones running errands, going back home, going back to the ward. And when you were in the hospital, we were chilling, we were seated on the bed, and we were in the labor ward. And so we were watching um, women go, go through labor. And a hey, labor is no joke. So we started making jokes, as of telling each other that if this is how labor looks like, we don't want kids. That's not something that we want for ourselves because it looks like it's so much work and it's so much pain. And lo and behold, um, Sharon had already, well, she already knew she was pregnant, but it was so early on and no one else in our family knew. And when I actually came to learn that she was pregnant, I asked her, um, that time in the hospital, did you know? And she said, yes. I just laughed. Like, just so, I find it funny because she was seeing her future like nine months to go. So yeah, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and have a lovely, a beautiful, a happy, peaceful week full of abundance and light. See you next time.